Chapter 2 from The Heart is Fragile, Handle It With Care by Prita Yadav. You should have asked me. A couple realized just too late that better communication could have saved their sinking relationship. Finally, after a year of convincing at Cogsing, Dimple's parent had finally agreed to an intercast wedding. She was on top of the world and instantly dialed Sagar. Mom dad said yes. She literally shouted on the phone. For what? Sagar laughed as Dimple rambled on about all the effort she had put in to persuade her parents. Hold on. Sagar suddenly sounded serious. We are getting married in two weeks time? Are you insane? What do you mean? Dimple sounded indignant that Sagar was not as excited as she was. Don't you want to get married? I, I, I do. But not in two weeks, yeah, Dimpy. That's too soon. Well, I'm 31. Dimple defended her decision. And now that both mom and dad have agreed, let's not give them time to change their mind. I'm only 25, baby. That was never a problem until now, Dimple argued. Let's meet and discuss. Sagar tried to sound cheerful even though every part of his body was revolting to the idea of a wedding. He did love Dimple. He loved that she sat with him and they boozed and smoked together without any fuss and she was the coolest and the most adventurous girl he had ever met. Sagar tried to smile as friends and Dimpy's family congratulated them for their wedding. He eventually had nothing in his defense to argue with Dimple for postponing the wedding and had caved in. Dimple being a Protestant Christian and Sagar being a Hindu, they had finally decided to do a court marriage and a small reception for their close friends and family. Sagar had lied to Dimple that his kin had refused to be a part of the wedding. He had never bothered to even check with them knowing very well that they would never support an intercaste wedding plus a bride who was six years older than him instead of being younger. He himself was hesitant for his wedding. How could he convince his parents? As days passed into weeks, Sagar felt like a caged animal and started venting out his frustration on Dimple. I hated that you nag at me to fold our blanket and to keep the dirty clothes in the laundry bag and get veggies while coming back from work. This is what married couples do, sweetheart. Dimple had no idea of Sagar's resentment. She had been too happy taking care of the interiors of their newly bought 1BHK. I... I don't like this. I've never done it and I don't intend to do it in the future too. Please don't expect me to take care of this home all alone, Dimple growled. I have been very patient with your side comments and little burst of anger since we got married. This is because I'm trying very hard to stay happy in this marriage. Half of the time you are mothering me to do the household stuff. What? That's true. And you have turned into this domestic person since we got married. I don't know this side of Dimple even existed. What happened to the I hate sitting at home Dimple or let's pack her bag and leave for Goa Dimple? Sagar, Dimple tried to calm down herself. All this is new for me too. It's not that I'm enjoying doing the household chores. But with our salaries packed paying the home loan, we don't have the luxury to keep a cook and a maid for the dishes and the other stuff or go frolicking into Goa. And you didn't even discuss with me before buying the house. You always kept cribbing about paying the rent. I thought you would be happy if we jointly paid the MI and you would be pleased to stay in a home we can call ours. 
Dimple wanted to scream at her husband for acting so naive. A house so close to your parents that I can hear them breathe. Sagar gritted his teeth. What problem do you have with my parents now? Dimple left the dishes, folded her hands, and glared at Sagar. They are old, and it gives them comfort to know that we are at walking distance if anything goes wrong for them or us. And what about my parents, Sagar? Dimple rolled her eyes. I have asked you a thousand times to invite them home. As always, you are right, and I am wrong. Sagar mumbled and left for work. Their relationship only gets strained post this quarrel. Sagar argued and fussed about every small thing, and Dimple would snap at him because she found his arguments immature. When Sagar didn't return home from work one day, Dimple thought maybe he was enjoying a boys' night out that he cribbed the missed quite often post wedding. She dropped him a message to drive back safely and to avoid getting sloshed. She frowned when the WhatsApp notification showed only one tick. She tried to think about it too much and attempted to sleep. Next day, she saw him sneak out of the house and before she could even call out to him, he had kicked his bike and had zoomed away. This happened for almost a week and finally one day Dimple made sure she caught hold of her husband and demanded an explanation. Why was he ignoring her? Honestly, there is nothing to talk about. He shrugged, looking exhausted. I have been working overtime to make sure we have enough finances to run the house. Dimple didn't buy his excuse. She had a sinking feeling and was sure there was more to Sagar's story than overtime. When they were dating last year, Sagar had shared his manager's number with Dimple for emergency. After a lot of thought, she called his manager and got the shock of her life when he said that Sagar had not reported to work for more than two weeks. In fact. No one in the office was even aware about Sagar's nuptials as he was dating someone at work. Dimple was shattered. She had dated more than a dozen guys finally before falling for Sagar. She had never met anyone who was so empathetic and understanding, who had no issues with her boozing, smoking or spontaneous decision to party all night. They had always enjoyed each other's company immensely and Dimple had never imagined that one day he would cheat on her. Where did things go wrong? When Sagar came home that night, Dimple was waiting to pounce on him, but he quietly packed his bag without a word and was about to leave when Dimple caught hold of his hand. What's going on? Nothing. I'm just leaving. To go to that slut's house? Who? Sagar looked shocked. Dimple told him about the talk with his manager, and Sagar's eyes popped out. You called my manager? Really? I didn't know you would stoop so low. Excuse me, you are the whole monger here. Don't try to blame me. Dimple was furious. How dare he speak to her rudely when he was cheating on her? Listen, Sagar plonked on the nearby sofa, taking a deep breath. Sophia is his school friend. She just recently joined my project, and we go on coffee breaks and talk. I can't believe you're accusing me of cheating. When you have been making my life hell every day since the day we got married, what the fuck? Dimple yelled. You have been cribbing and nagging at me. I'm not happy, Dimple. First time since they got married, Sagar looked straight into his wife's eyes. I'm not happy in this marriage. I suddenly feel we are two different people staying under one roof, thinking about something else and struggling to make ends. It's called struggle, and every couple goes through that. Maybe you too, you are too immature to understand it. 
Dimple was literally breathing fire under her nostrils. That's exactly what I wanted to point out. You are continuously nagging me for domestic chores. You fixed our marriage date without even discussing it with me once. You bought the house without any conversation. You declared to me yesterday that we should try for a baby without even bothering to check if I'm ready to be a parent. Your fake allegations about my affair. You're calling my boss to ask my whereabouts. And what did you do? Dimple folded her hands ready on the rock. Where have you been since the last 2 weeks pretending to be busy at work whenever I called you? I don't have time for this crap, Dimple. Sagar raised his hand. I'm leaving. For where and when will you come? Dimple asked. Never. Sagar's eyes turned moist. I'm done. I'm unhappy and I know nothing I'll ever say will make sense to you because you always declare me as immature. Please don't call or text me. We are done. And just like that, Sagar walked out of Dimple's life to never return again, forcing her to think if their marriage had crumbled because of her taking the major decisions or because of absence of any communication that really mattered.